Welcome to episode 144 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. All right, so we took a little bit of time this time after we finished Luke Cage. I mean, normally we we binge watch this shit in like one night, and this time we kind of took our time, uh, which thankfully uh, wasn't exhausting <laughs> as it usually is. So that that was a good thing. So I got to kind of watch it a few episodes a day and then let it marinate. Now it's been a couple of weeks, and now we're going to talk about this shit. So um, Luke Cage... Right, well, let's, the Borg stuff first. Um, yes, go for it. <coughs> season one was rated really high, uh, 94%, 65 reviews. Um, that's it, it was pretty good. I, I did have some issues with it. I don't remember what I gave it or rated it. I don't think we did, but I'm not sure if we did, but... Um, but I, I wasn't a big fan of the main villain in the first one. Who who um, was it? Was it Diamondback who ended up being yeah. the villain at the end? Yeah, I didn't like him either. With the suit, yeah, I wasn't yeah. a big fan of that. I thought everything and was then, great um, up until that. Yeah, and then season two, less reviews, forty nine reviews, only at eighty four percent, which I thought was kind of surprising a little bit. Yeah, um, I almost feel like those ratings should be swapped. Because um, I well, let's I, yeah, let's anyway. uh, let's let's do the uh, let's do the. Um, Let's see the initial reaction. Um, you went first for what did we just do? Okay, uh, Ant Man. So you go for Ant Man. Okay, so yeah. I'll go for. All right, so I, I like this season a lot better than the first one. Um, I, I did have some problems with it, um, um, mainly kind of the outside stuff that was happening with Luke Cage. Uh, that was the biggest problem I had with like the whole NFL thing. The whole like I, I knew they were trying to to get him a job or some you know something going on with that but but other than that i, I kind of i, I like this season way better than i did the first one so that's my initial reaction yeah i kind of have to agree with you i mean i i did enjoy the first season a lot uh, i thought this one really furthered the story um they did uh, kind of um didn't uh dive too far into his backstory i think the first season maybe a little bit but in this one, they kind of move the story forward. And what was also interesting is that I kind of like that he had kind of this anger issue, uh, this underlying anger issue. And he was trying to, I don't know what he was trying to do. He was just doing his thing, but he was doing it kind of the wrong way, according to Danny Rand, who's this Buddhist. Um, <laughs> um, but my initial reaction is this. I, I really did enjoy this one. I thought the performances across the board were fucking awesome. Um, especially, uh, Mariah and I loved her backstory. I thought that was great. Um, you kind of understand why she is the way she is. Um, but her performance is just out of this world. And I like the shades character, I like um, – because he, he had a story arc, which I, I thought – I didn't think I'd like, but it was pretty cool. Um, they really just died. They did – it was a really character-driven season this time. Really yeah. – I mean, they spent time on every character uh, versus, instead of like Claire, who's like kind of the, the connective tissue through all these Marvel yeah, they kinda got Yeah, they kind of got her out of the way uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, which yeah. I kind of liked because, again, like you said, it gave – it gave everybody else a little bit more time to to uh, to marinate with their with their story. But here's 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 let's let's just dive into it right now. Um, um, I I think 
the my favorite thing of Luke Cage season two was Misty Knight. Um, by far, she was my favorite thing oh, that happened yeah. in, in in the second season for sure. Um, her storyline was great. I um I, I I appreciated her character a lot in this. Um, like you already talked about Mariah Dillard, um, Alfre Woodard. She's she's almost she gets to the point where she could be kind of ridiculous, and that's where she ends and starts. And she's she can change from like crazy bitch to like self contained. Um, Which is dangerous. Persona. That's a dangerous yeah. person. <laughs> um, I, I would probably say like maybe like Theo, Theo Rossi's uh, shades kind of got a little bit annoying. Just the way he delivers his lines. Um, yeah. I, but I, I did kind of like his story arc as well in this. Um, you know, it's almost like a Black Panther type thing. I thought like Luke Cage was kind of like the least interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> in this, Isn't that in this weird? Like I thought, thought his father was more interesting than he was. Um, yeah. which coincidentally that, that actor I think died after filming. Um, yes. So yeah, that was, did. that was a bummer. Um, he, he, his performance was so fucking good. Like this was like a, like a mother, daughter, a father, son, you know, uh, stuff that they, that they put in this season, which I really, really dug. It just gave the characters, uh, more depth. They weren't like one, one note and shit like that. And, um, I just I dug all of that stuff. This this was very heavy character driven, which I I, I always complain about some of the other shows like, ah, oh, there's just not enough character development. But they really like spent time like they needed that 13 episodes to do that. Um, right. But ha- but having said that, it feels like 13 is a lot. <laughs> it was like like it could be eight or 10, you know, um, and they could cut out some of the fat. But. I, I really, you know, I, I enjoyed the dynamics in this. Um, what did you think about the main villain? Like, who honestly was the main villain this time around? It felt like there was multiple. I kind of feel like it was Mariah Dillard was the main villain. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of think so, too. Because um, if you think about it, Bushmaster's story is kind of finished up by what, episode 11 or 12? yeah. Yeah, something like that. But but there is even an episode where like they kind of join forces a little bit, and they don't. Right, right, um, and that's that's I think I think that's when they attack the um, the nightclub together. So his story is done before the last episode. Yeah, which I really dug that. I was like, oh shit, because I, I want to go on record and <laughs> saying Bushmaster is probably he's probably in my top three villains of Marvel. Yeah, um, I, I thought he was better than Killmonger actually. Yeah, well, I mean, Killmonger shouldn't have been killed off. That was a bummer. But no, but I, but if he was, even if he was kept alive, which there might be a rumor that he is, but it doesn't matter. Just just the performances of Bushmaster versus Killmonger. I liked Bushmaster way more. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Killmonger's character couldn't be developed as much. Yeah, because you're you're comparing a movie to a TV show. But I, I just really I, dug Bushmaster. I, I think they messed up in some of the writing, though. Like, there was a part where he had both the mother and daughter, like, dead to rights. Like, they were tied yeah. up in shit. He was going to, what, like, burn them alive? And then yeah. and then he just fucking lets him go. And then not a couple hours later, he's like, I want those fuckers killed. And I was like, well, you, you could have done it, like, right there. Why, why did <laughs> right. you, why did I, you, you wanted, let them He wanted, go? like, he wanted poetic justice, basically. Yeah, because didn't his... And sweet, then you, sweet revenge. Well, and then you find out in later episodes that his, ma, his uh, family was burned by Mariah's aunt, 
burn them alive in in, in their house because she didn't right. want to give a percentage of her business or whatever it is that she was doing to them because they it was they were supposed to get a percentage or they were supposed to be partners with her when she you know when she was taking over the city. And she didn't want that. She was a bitch. She's like, no, I'm just going to fucking burn you because I don't feel like you deserve the money. And like Bushmaster was the only one that survived. Um, It was kind of a Black Panther situation. You know, it turned him into who he was. Um, But fuck, man, like Bushmaster, he was scary. I mean, he was like taking that flower. It reminded me of Black Panther totally, but he was taking some flower from Jamaica that makes him all strong and shit. Uh-huh. And um, the battles with him and Cage, like all three of them were awesome. You know, just yes. really, really well done. Yeah. Um, let me think what else. There's some little things that kind of bothered me. Like Luke Cage, uh, like I want to buy stock in those hoodies because he fucking goes through hoodies like, you know, we go through water in the summertime. It's right. like, why? Uh, like one of the questions I had or I wrote down was, why doesn't he fucking go to Daredevil's tailor and get like a bulletproof hoodie so that he doesn't ruin them you know or just go shirtless or just go sh- <laughs> it's like takes off his shirt for it goes into battle he's like i know they're gonna shoot me so i'm just gonna take this shit off yeah i know like just uh yeah either either go get you know something that you're not gonna have to change every every time you go out because literally every time he goes out it's like super it, it, it's it reminds me of superman like the hulk well, and well, no. It reminds me of Superman in the sense that everybody knows that Luke Cage can't be killed by bullets, and yet they won't stop firing bullets at him. <laughs> and it's like, you know, how many times have you watched like a Superman movie or Superman right. cartoon? Again, just always just firing fucking bullets at Superman. Like that's going to do anything. <laughs> all you're doing is just pissing him off. It's like, I bet it's not even a mosquito bite. It's just. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, I bet you he doesn't even feel it. It's not even like the wind or whatever. Because at least like in this season, I noticed like when they would shoot at him, sometimes he would kind of push his body forward and the bullet would bounce back and hit them. And I thought, right. I yeah, thought he could, that he was. Could deflect, reflect them. Yeah, yeah. That was really that's fucking right. cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, but again, still, why are you shooting bullets at him? Yeah, like, it's just it's just completely pointless. I don't know how how would you trap him? I guess in cement or like quicksand or something. Or well, here's he can be killed, but he can't be. You you I I actually thought about this throughout the season, like how to kill uh, Luke Cage. <laughs> how do we kill Luke? Because I'm like these dumb fuckers just keep shooting bullets at him, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what I would do? I, I would probably. I would probably put him in a, like a giant cage, and um, and like submerge him in water. <laughs> right, right. Because he probably I don't know if he could drown or not. Um, that'd be kind of trippy if he's just like sitting underwater, just looking at shit. He's like, this sucks. Right. <laughs> it's like I'm never gonna die. I mean, eventually he has to die. I mean, he's got to eat. He's got organs. You know, he's got to be able to eat. Um, so I don't know, like, I, I would think you just construct a big moat of like fucking cement and he just walks, you know, walks in it and sinks or some shit. Um, they're like, I got you. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's how you could get him. Like he's, his skin is only invulnerable. His internals are not, I don't think. Right. Like what if they, what if they open his mouth and put a grenade down there? Like wonder what that, what that would happen. Like if he yeah, ju- that I'm not too sure about. Like if he he's jumps, not like the Hulk. Yeah, like if he jumps on a grenade, it just blows up, and he can just stand up. You know, 
Um, right, like I think if he fell from high enough, it might jar his organs. <laughs> like, let's take him really high. Let's toss him out of an airplane. Let's see right. what happens. <laughs> uh, you you have to wonder if he, like, at some point was like, you know, uh, Bill Murray and um, Groundhog Day, and he's, like, testing all these ways to kill himself, and nothing works. He's, like, threw a toaster in the bathtub or tries to stab himself in the balls or, like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing works. He's like, fuck. He's like, I really am indestructible. It's like, shit, right. man. Um, was it in season – it wasn't season one. It was in Jessica Jones season one. Didn't they put a shotgun to the back of his head and shot him, and it, like – yeah, it basically gave him a con- well, well, what what happened? Like that's what I was thinking. Why you could swallow? He can't swallow a grenade or anything like that. Internally, he's not involved. Internally, he's normal because right. when he got shot in the back of the head, he basically the force the the blunt force of that um, obviously didn't hurt his skull or anything, but it jarred his brain and his brain was bleeding, and there was no way for them to drain the blood from his brain. I think that was the main problem. Yeah, that's they right. They were trying to fix that in Jessica Jones's apartment, right? Right, right. He doesn't really have a kryptonite. Although they did create that Judas, was it called Judas Bullet? I Judas Bullet, right. Yeah. So what was interesting is that in this season he got shot with it and it blew up, but he didn't he, it didn't hurt him like it did in season 1. Well, they explained it. It's like a quick line right after that. Um he says to I think I think Claire uh-huh. when when she Gave him back his powers again, or something. Re- tried to recreate the th- the um, the experiment. Yeah, it it made his body even more invulnerable this time. Oh man! So it, like it adjusted. He's like a right. He's like a Borg. He like assimilated because he was surprised. He was shocked from it too that he survived that. Yeah, he's like, oh shit. <laughs> even I right. was like, oh shit, what happened? That was kind of cool. Um, what else did I like? Oh, I like that. Um, one of my favorite parts is when uh, Misty goes to the bar and hangs out with uh, with Colleen, and uh, they're chatting or whatever. And like Misty's kind of like "woe is me" and all that shit. And didn't Colleen like start some fight or something? And so and like basically pushed Misty out to like fight these guys. And what really cracked me up is like Misty threw a punch with one hand and then tried to throw one with the other, but she didn't have. Yeah. She just had a nub. And, but it was funny because it, like, swung, and then the look on her face of, like, oh, shit, that's right. I don't have an arm there anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, the, well, that was, like, so realistic to me, too. Yeah. You know, doing something like that. And it wasn't, like, it, you know, it was kind of – it was somewhat comical, but at the same time, it was kind of like, oh, fuck, she still thinks she has an arm, you know? Yeah, it could have been um, really cheesy. That part could have been really cheesy, but No, it was not cheesy. It, it, was, it was Yeah, they did it. They, they gave a little bit of respect to people who have, like, a disability like that. And uh, but that's one of the things I liked about her storyline so much too, um, was that she had a complete finish to end to her storyline in the season. Oh yeah, that that fucking arm was cool. That came from uh, the Danny Rand Corporation too. Right. Yeah. So that was uh, so. So yeah, that scene was awesome. Connie again uh, kicks ass in this in Luke Cage again. She she's really good. Um, And then you know, I guess we could. I guess we could talk a little bit about Iron Fist because he's only in there for one episode. I thought it was interesting that Luke Cage kind of shut him up, um, <laughs> just like uh, just like Jar Jar was shut up by Padme in episode two. Yeah, he starts saying some shit, and and uh, I think Luke Cage or somebody tells him to shut up, and kind of makes fun of the fact that he, you know, calls himself 
you know, the Iron Fist and tells everybody that. I thought that was kind of good. Like, yeah, that was like a, a wink to the audience for him. Like, hey, we get it. We know he sucked. Um, but so I was hopeful for that. And then, you know, once he starts talking about Buddhist shit and then saying something that contradicts the line, it really pisses me off. Like, they still don't understand who the fuck this guy is. Yeah, I think, I mean, they definitely have different writers this time. I mean, they're not using the Iron Fist writers. But well, there's that one line that he says to Luke Cage, and he right before that he talks about his chi and all this shit and how Luke Cage needs to calm down and all that stuff, right? Right. And then right after that he's like, you know, it's like talking about you know, all this Buddha shit, and then the very next line that comes out of his mouth is, you know I like a good fight. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> You're supposed to avoid fighting. Right. You just like got, you just got what, done What are you talking him. about? <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm a vegan. Uh, I'll have a medium rare cheeseburger, please. <laughs> Hold the lettuce and tomatoes. <laughs> Extra beef. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, what did you think of his fighting this time around? <sighs> it was okay. I'm, I mean, do you think it was, it was an improvement? Okay. It was I mean, better. I, 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 I did like I did like them using their powers at the same time. That was pretty cool. Oh, the patty cake, the patty yep. cake moment. That was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Now yeah. I like you know I like their dynamic, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there were times where he opened his mouth. I was like, oh geez, here we go again. But it wasn't as bad. Like they kind of toned him down, which I was glad, and they made Luke like really annoyed at him and shit, and poke fun of him and. And stuff like that. And I like that dynamic. So it wasn't that bad. I I could see them kind of doing more buddy cop stuff because, I mean, that's in the comics. That's what they do. It's Power Man and Iron Fist. Um, I thought that it was a kind of a cool nod to that, too, be, with the T-shirt kid. You right. Know. Well, um, you know, what's like I, I want to be fair, you know, like, I, you know, because I, I fucking hate. Iron Fist. Yeah. I've, I've never not said I didn't like the, the Iron Fist and his portrayal of it. But I will say, if this was the first time you've seen Iron Fist, you probably won't even know what the hell we're talking about. Exactly. Um, he, he It's taking him it's taken him 20-something episodes to get this tolerable. Right. And, <laughs> and even then, you might not... If, again, if this is the first time you've seen Danny Rand, you might not even pick up on that line. That contradicts about his Buddhist beliefs and all that shit about, you know, you know, I was like a good fight type deal. But we've seen it in the first, you know, season of um, Iron Fist and then we saw it with Defenders. So it's it, it, this kid has never changed and the way they write him never changes. And it's just that's the part that bothers me. Yeah. Having said that, having said that, when when they're not talking about Buddhist shit and they're just having a conversation and they're just kind of yeah. hanging on each other, yeah. I, I, that I can stand. That, yeah, I, that I, I like. You know what? What it is? It's really tough to hear a white guy talk about Buddhist stuff. It really is difficult. I mean, even for me, watching it, <clears throat> or any white person watching it, it, it's so unbelievable to hear him talk about teachings. And then, well, I don't think I don't think the fact that him being white is that. It, it's the fact that him being um, as contra- bad as he is, yeah, doing it. He contradicts and, the hell out of himself too. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like the fact that when he's doing these sayings and these teachings, it looks like he's just reading it off a cue card. Like he doesn't believe it. Like I don't think the actor is very good. Um, so it, it doesn't it doesn't sound natural but when it comes it, out of him. It, well, that's what it is. That's the whole thing is natural. Like it feels like to me, if it was an Asian guy, and he he's saying it, you know, for one thing, he's got the accent. He's saying it a certain way, a certain tone, and then at the very end, he goes. 
but I kind of like a good fight or some shit like that, you would have been like, ah, oh, it's pretty dope. But when this kid says it, it's like, you're a fucking retard. Like, it just sounds stupid. Some of the stuff that he's saying, the stuff that's coming out of his mouth, you're like, there's no way you know about these teachings, not the way that you're talking about them. And you're so, not that good. Daredevil's a much better Iron Fist. Oh, my God. I mean, Daredevil could fight circles around that guy. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, but but you're right. This was the first time in 21, 22 showings of him where he was actually tolerable. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's something. I don't know. Uh, what else? Um, I definitely like the flashbacks. There was a lot of flashbacks with both uh, both families that are uh, that are in war with each other. We talked about that. Um, what else? Um, the daughter. What did you think of the daughter? I don't know if I like that storyline. I felt like I don't know about her. Like she definitely she fucking turned evil at the end and killed her mom with like a yeah. with like a like she was like poison ivy or something. Um, I just <laughs> right. thought that I thought that was weird. You know, I don't and I don't know if like if uh, the Woodard character or Mariah, I don't know if she was proud of her at the end or what, but she definitely went, fuck. <laughs> She's like, damn it. You know, she got me. Um, but it almost I felt like she was almost proud, too. That's what I'm saying. And what bummed me out about her dying is I loved it when she got in jail and she fucking took over. I was like, oh, I want to see Jailhouse Mariah. Like, I want to see her just like the kingpin, like survive in the jail and then somehow get out later. So I was kind of bummed that she died um, because she was like one of the most dynamic characters like on these shows. So that was a bummer. Uh, but, you know, but her story arc is done. Now I don't know if the daughter's going to carry on the torch or what's going to happen. But I think Luke Cage knows now that the daughter like did that to her. So there's got to be some sort of resolution there. Um, and Bushmasters, you know, yeah, even though he left, he could always come back. Um, that dude was scary, but but super cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know where they go from here. I mean, I've heard Daredevil Season 3 is in the works. I know Punisher 2 is in the works. Uh, I know Defenders 2, no, uh, Iron Fist 2 is in the works. So uh, I don't know if they're going to get back to Luke Cage or not or when they're going to stop these or how far they're going to go. But um, I definitely thought this was an improvement. I really enjoyed this You know, I, I wasn't a big fan of the ending of the season either. Okay. Um, I wasn't – I know they were doing an homage thing to, to Godfather. Like yes. It was very clear that there was plenty of homages to Godfather here, but – I don't think I was a big fan of it, that ending. So let's talk about that. So was he, so after all this shit's done, Mariah's dead, Bushmaster leaves, the city is like free of this warring shit. And then he just like decides, I'm just going to put it on a suit and I'm going to take over the club, which he's essentially becoming what he doesn't want to become. You know, he, but he doesn't see it that way because he's not taking anybody's money to do it. All he's doing is running that club. And overseeing and, it or making sure people don't. Well, he's he has favors. He has favors of people not coming into Harlem. Oh, like right. all the mobsters. Remember? Right. And there was that one guy. It took me a little bit to figure it out. But it was that one kid who was selling shirts all the time that like says you don't see what you're becoming. It's like that line in uh, The Dark Knight. Basically. Oh, right. Right. 
you uh, you either become a villain. What is it? You either become a hero or live long enough Be- to for become the to villain. See. Yeah, right. So that's basically what is happening here. Um, so it's definitely taking Luke Cage into like again. What I liked most about this second season is that they moved the season forward. Um, it looks like they're going to take him and move him even more forward in, in the third movie because right. it, it, it's, it was just weird to me that he would actually take over that club. That's what I'm saying. Of everything that, that represents. Weird. Yeah. Like everything. That, I feel like if you're if this was like a similar movie where a black dude takes down like a, um, a club that is well known to hold KKK meetings. You wouldn't take over that club. You would or burn like, that shit that's down. That's like uh, Luke kills Emperor and Vader, then he just like sits in the throne chair. He's like, I'll run the Death Star. I got right. this shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. It just doesn't, it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. What that club represented, and then he actually takes it. I know. So many people died in that damn club over the two seasons. And the damn club is still freaking open. That's what yeah, gets me. Know. It's like one down. death in any club across the U.S., it's fucking closed forever. Like, it's it's over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, this club has had, like, 50 people die in there, and they're like, ah, just, uh, it's new ownership. A few gunfights gun as well. <laughs> new yeah. ownership. It's it's okay. The fact Come that back. Luke Cage always shows up and fucks people up. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's here all the time now. Let's, let's go in there. Yeah, apparently he owns the place now, so... <laughs> So let's just go in here and dance and let's start some shit, okay? It's let's like have Luke a drink. Cage, Luke Cage season three, under new management. <laughs> Sounds like a really bad sequel, right? Right. <laughs> Other thing I liked, I really dug the music. I thought the music was fucking cool. Um, both seasons, I thought the music was was pretty awesome. Um, and so they they continue that trend. Um, I really like. I mean, I. I think the writer did a really good job. He did season one. He did this one. I think the same writer uh, wrote Creed two, or at least was one of the writers that wrote at least the right. first draft. So now I'm really interested to see what he did there. Um, Cause it's not Ryan Coogler anymore. It's this guy, this guy wrote it. Um, so I, I, you know, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens from here on out, but I'm, I just hope what I really love about these second seasons for Luke Cage and Jessica Jones is that they were really strong. I didn't like Daredevil season two as much as the first season, but I thought the second seasons of the other heroes were pretty strong. So we'll see where yeah. Iron Fist goes. We'll see where I love. I really liked Punisher season one. Um, I, I hope that uh, they go a really good route with him as well. So anyway, I, kudos to, to uh, Marvel TV on Netflix. They're just, it's been great uh, to watch those. So, Anyway, uh, there's really not a whole lot to add to this. I mean, uh, diversity rating, if we're going to do that, I mean, I think it's a plethora all the way. And um, as far as, like, uh, chainsaws for me, I'm going to give it a solid four. Uh, yeah, I, I think a solid four is good. Um, yeah, that's, that's my lightsaber rating, too. Yeah. Is a four. It's, it's, it's really good. Again, it moves the story forward, and it's got Bushmaster, one of the best villains. Um, but don't forget about Mariah. She's pretty wicked. Just, rather wicked. Yeah, mesmerized. Every time she was on screen, just mesmerized. So, and Misty, but, um, Misty was awesome, too. Yeah. Um, but definitely worth the watch. And looking forward to season three. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, gosh, I mean, this is a short episode. It's it's a good... <laughs> it's 13 episodes. Season, and we talk for 30 minutes. We spent minutes. two minutes on each, <laughs> on each episode. Yeah, pretty much. 
No, it's it, it it's it's one of those like shows. Like I don't want to go into too much detail. It's like especially, you know, if, if someone listens to this uh, podcast, um, we didn't really give a lot of spoilers out. So uh, except for maybe the ending, but uh, you could definitely, if you haven't watched this season or any of the Marvel shows, you got to sit down and start watching these things. They're just really really well put together. Especially I mean, three out of the four. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Iron Fist, I mean, I, I think you could watch the first episode and the last and then call it good. Yeah, um, and then watch Defenders. And yeah, and then watch... Basically, that's it. Yeah, pretty much. And the Defenders, I mean, that was really disappointing. And only because of one thing. But right. anyway. But uh, anyway, that was our uh, review of Luke Cage Season 2. We're looking forward to more uh, seasons, of course. Uh, that was Episode 144. Chew on this uh, Nerd Jack podcast. I'm BJ. Until next time, folks, chew on that.